welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's solo episode, I am talking about your response to conflict. And if you're a guy who struggles handling or managing conflict in your relationship with your female partner, then I have the course for you. It's the Effective Communication Method. Okay, this is a 90-day course for men who want to get more confident handling emotional conflict with their female partner. So for more information, just go to the description, click on the link, and it will send you to a form you could fill out really quick and then hop on a call with me, see if you're a good fit. I would really love to help you guys. This is my calling. I'm super passionate about helping men in the relationships, especially around communication related to conflict. Dun, dun, dun. So today's episode, we're going to talk about different types of trying to think how to put this because I was recently doing research on the Gottman Institute once again because I love John Gottman (laughs) and what I came across is this really interesting article that was written by one of his certified therapists and it was talking about different responses to bids for attention what does that mean that's when you're asking your partner to do something you're looking for a response in your partner and you're waiting for that response. That response tells your partner, you know, what mood you're in and what your connection is with them in that moment. Okay? So there's four different types of responses to bids for attention. The first one is nearly passive. So this is, for instance... If your partner, I'll use example, I just taught this on my Instagram stories. If you're not following me on IG, go ahead, Steph Ganowski, follow me there. But the first bid is nearly passive. So that's if you were to ask your girlfriend or wife, hey, you want to go out to eat? And she goes, mm. So it's just kind of like, uh, okay, like, is that an answer? I don't know. So it's really not a great response. It's not the response you want to receive, right? You want an actual answer. So that doesn't make you feel so great. The second response to bid for attention is low energy response. So this is you asking her, hey, you want to go out to eat? And she goes, "Eh, I don't know. So you're still kind of waiting. She answered you, but you're still waiting for the response. Not really sure what she means. You're not so enthused anymore about going out to eat with her because you're like, oh, fuck. Like, now I got to deal with this mood and what's going on? Do I have to ask? Should I just go upstairs and ignore this? (laughs) Should I start an argument and ask her what the fuck is going on with her? Um, So that's the next one. Number three response to bid for attention is attentive. So attentive means she's present. You're asking, hey, you want to go out to, to eat tonight? And she goes, oh, yeah, sure. Um, What about that place down the street? So it's kind of like, okay, yeah, all right, sure. 
What about this? So she's actually attentive. She's paying attention. She's responding. She's trying her best to do a good job responding, right? Maybe not trying her best. That's just her natural go-to response in that moment based on your current relationship. Then um, the fourth and final response to bid for attention is high energy. So this is when you say, hey, you want to go out to eat? And she goes, oh my God, yes, I would love to. So she's thrilled. She's like, oh shit, oh my God, I'm going to wear my new outfit. And she's getting excited for it, which makes you in turn feel amazing, right? When you ask your woman to go out to eat and she responds like, oh my God, I've been wanting you to ask me this all week. I'm so excited. What should I wear? Then <laughs> maybe she doesn't talk like that. That's how I would talk. <laughs> but um, But that makes you feel good, right? And then what does that energy do? When you get that energy from her, how does that make you feel? Doesn't that boost your energy a little bit? Probably, right? Like you're most likely not going to perceive that. And then, I mean, I mean, you're not going to take that in and respond to her like, all right. <laughs> You'd be like, all right, let's go. Fucking get dressed. Get that hot ass upstairs. <laughs> like, You know, so it's, it's more playful. It's more energized. <laughs> that was really weird. Energized. Um, and it's, it makes you feel good. She's feeling good. And that energy is mirroring off each other off the two of you and because she's in a good mood it now puts you in a little better of a mood right even if you were having a horrible fucking day and she responds like that to your invite to dinner it kind of it boosts your spirits right makes you feel good so with that being said i want to remind you of a very important very important thing to remember how you ask a question determines the type of response you get Okay, and I wanted to throw this in because I was reading this book. I'm reading it again, Difficult Conversations. And this is one of the chapters is talking about this. And it's so true, right? Because our energy really does bounce bounce back or affects that person and makes them want to change their energy accordingly. There's actually been um, studies where they, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, where they have people who are in a certain type of energy, who, for instance, they did a, um, there's this actual study with pers- with a, a child. I don't know if it was a child. Maybe it wasn't. It was like a schizophrenic, crazy, crazy person, like screaming nonstop. They couldn't get this person to, to stop screaming and freaking out and like pulling her hair and like doing all this crazy shit. And I think it was actually in a, um, a psych ward. So they had an L- NLP practitioner come in and who is probably a psychotherapist as well, comes in and sits next to the girl who's rocking back and forth, you know, hair in her hands. She's uh, ah, like screaming, freaking out. And the, the NLP practitioner sits down and does the same thing. So she starts matching the energy, right? So she's rocking back and forth now next to the girl. She's screaming at the same pitch the girl's screaming. She's holding her hair and pretending to pull it. And then she slows down and she screams a little lower and she lets go of her hair. And what do you think happens when she does that? The girl next to her that was going psycho is now doing the same thing. She's more relaxed. She's, she's rocking back and forth slower. She's not screaming as much. And it got to the point where she was able to stop screaming and relax and calm down. 
And that's the power of mirror neurons. Like that's the power of mirroring a person physically. So it goes back to that idea of what is your energy that you're giving out? Are you like, are you pissed off and you're expecting her to be excited? Or are you trying to meet her where she's at? Meaning, and let me rephrase that because you don't want to, if she's, for instance, if let's go back to the nearly passive response, say she's nearly passive, it won't really feel right to match her with high energy, right? So you're probably saying stuff like, should I always be high energy then? Is that the best one to do? You want to meet her where she's at. So if she's nearly passive and she's saying, um, you know, the nearly passive response was, hmm then you could meet her at attentive and say, yeah, what do you think? Come on, it'll be fun. So it's not like too overwhelming for her where it's the total opposite. And you're like, come on, let's go. Ah!" (laughs) She'll be like, all right, shut the fuck up. You're annoying me. Like that's going to annoy her because it's so off her energy. You have to kind of meet her a little where she's at, but one step better. So it's kind of what the NLP person did. Like they met them where they were, but then immediately they rocked slower. So they like met them where they were at and then they slowed it down. So it's like you want to kind of approach her in the same way she's feeling. Maybe walk up slowly to her and then say, yeah, come on. Hey, what do you think? It'll be fun. And think tone of voice. Think the way you're walking towards her. You know, you're trying to make an impression like I want to be with you. And what happens is a lot of guys take that nearly passiveness as a, all right, fine. Like just stay home and talk to your friends on the phone. I'll just go upstairs. Like fuck me, right? And they just immediately feel that rejection and they respond emotionally to that rejection, which doesn't in turn make her want to go out with you. You know, then it's even more awkward and she's like, all right, I guess I'll go on the phone then. You know what I mean? Like if you want to be that attractive guy and that confident guy and that guy who can determine her energy and switch it up a bit, then meet her where she's at and then bring her a level up. Because you have the power to do this. If you guys initiate this, it's, it's in your control. Like you initiating a, a higher energy response than her is in your control. It's something you can do. And it's something that can totally influence her just based on the simple fact of mirroring. The simple studies of mirroring and how effective they are. But so often we let our ego get in the way and we get emotional and we hear this response where, oh, she doesn't want to go out with me. Oh, like, fuck me, right? Oh, I suck. I must be so ugly. And you go down this road that it's like, is that helping you? No, it's not. It never did. So don't fucking do that. Just think of think of it like, all right, maybe she's having a day. Maybe it has nothing to do with you. But because you react poorly to it and feel all rejected and and bent out of shape about it, then it becomes about you. Because then she's like, really? Like, this is just annoying now. Like, she's in a bad mood and then you respond all defeated. Like, that's not helping her get out of her mood and it's not helping you get her on the date. So we really got to think of like, all right, how can I be the best version of myself in this situation? How can I pull her out of her out of her mood the best I can? How can I influence her the best way possible by keeping myself uplifted regardless of her response? And when I was working with a lot of single guys, which now I'm working with more men in relationships, when I was working with a lot of single guys, I would constantly reiterate the fact that you cannot tie your success to her saying, yeah, I want to go out with you. 
okay? Sometimes it's about you just approaching her and tying that to your success. Like if I approach her, that equals success. I'm not a failure if, I, if I'm doing my best to approach her. All I have to do is approach. That's my job. My job is not to force her to say yes. My job is not to have her, not even force her, but to make her feel yes. She's just not the right one. So don't put things in your contr- out of your control that attribute to your personal success because you'll get bent out of shape that way. That's not fair to you. You have to attribute success to things you are in control over. And in this case, going back to the responses, you're in control of how you initiate that, that conversation or, or you're in control of how you ask that question. What tone are you using? Which, which, um, which response are you shooting for? Like, if you're looking for a high-energy response, guess what you have to do to ask the question? Guess what energy you have to bring to that question? High energy, right? You can't be like, hey, um, what do you think of that new place down the street? And expect her to be like, oh my god, yes, let's go. <laughs> That's not going to happen. You know what I mean, guys? So you have to really get, even if it doesn't feel right. I know a lot of you guys are like, all right, well, my marriage is a little rocky right now. My relationship's a little rocky. It feels weird. And it would be fucking awkward as hell to walk in and be excited when that's just not where we are right now. So I totally understand that. But then I want you to do your best to focus on being attentive in your ask. How you ask the question determines the response you get. So think if you want a yes, if you want her to be remotely excited or excited at all or even look you in the fucking eyes when she answers, then you you better have a little enthusiasm in you. Okay? And then don't get don't get all like, you know, ego. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one of those phrases that guys have. Okay, I can't. I can't. <laughs> don't get bent out of shape. That's one you that's what you guys use. Um, when she can't, when she doesn't respond the way you want to, all right? It doesn't have to, it doesn't always have to do with you. And like I said, what makes it about you is when you throw a little hissy fit or get all, you know, oh, poor me, like pity party time, then, then it is about you. And then you just become less attractive. So that doesn't help anyone, like I said. And I don't want you to think it's all about like, you doing the, the initiating and her, you know, you trying to change her mood. Like, you're going to be in moods too and you're not going to want to do anything either. But I'm helping you guys. Like I said, I help. I say this all the time. I help you. I help men. So I'm not talking about the things that are in her control. This the same shit is in her control. But I'm telling you from your perspective, this is your side. This is your side of it. This is what you're in control of. And you can only control what you can control. So let's focus on you. Let's focus on what you can control. And let's do the best you can possibly do. All right? You're going to fuck up sometimes. It's okay. You know, it's going to take a while for her to be totally enthusiastic and high energy in every response. It's going to take a while. But you have to be consistent. That's the thing too. Don't try this one time and then you're like, oh, this, this doesn't work. Like I tried it and she, she didn't want to go out with me. Like, you have to keep doing it, okay? So, I thought that was really interesting. I just thought that was cool. I love Gottman's work. Anyway, also that book, Difficult Conversations, is great. I will put that in the description as well if you want to read that. But that is it, guys. I hope that brought value. I have to hop on a client call right now. 
And um, yeah, if there's any topics that you would enjoy hearing me talk about <laughs> and educate you on a little more, if I if I have the tools to educate you, uh, I would I would greatly do that. So I appreciate any feedback. I appreciate, you know, you sliding in my DMs and asking me, hey, like, can you talk about this on your podcast? I'll say, yeah, sure. No problem. Let's do it. If it'll help you guys, I'll do it. Okay. Um, so with that being said, don't forget to check out the effective communication method. Enrollment is open for another two weeks and then it is closed. So at least fill out the form. Go to the link in the description. Fill out the form. Get on the phone with me and just be like, yo, what is this shit? Is it for me? Because <laughs> it may be. It may be the best thing for you and for your relationship. And I would love to help you through whatever communication issues you're dealing with, especially those emotional conflicts that you're feeling all anxious and awkward about and don't know what to do. So I'm here to help. That's it, guys. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world, and I will talk to you soon.